0: where three friends come together to talk about the stories behind the matches. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Bull Micano.
2: And I'm the bastard child of Bob Backlund.
0: Damn, I don't know if I actually <laughs> want to be that. Hey, that Backlund. pretty Backlund's pretty cool.
2: Hey, not all of us know who our dad is, so <laughs> got to start somewhere. Uh, I mean, if
1: Backlund's your dad, um, you've got like a foot on him. Hey, it's possible. You never know. Yep. Is that that red hair you don't have.
0: <laughs> My beard used to be red. Okay. Welcome to episode 125, Monday Night Raw. 125. Holy shit. Hmm. Look at us
1: creeping. Consistently creeping.
0: Right. Never uh-huh. missed a week. Thank God to the leap time. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Thank God there's too much wrestling. <laughs> the, the amount of things we could have covered and did not. But tonight we're covering a raw so there's probably a reason. Yeah, it's totally
0: totally right. We could be on episode 125. We're in 1984.
1: <laughs> yeah, watching like Georgia wrestling uh, tapes or something uh, uh, off of I YouTube. Mean, yeah, that have been horrible. <laughs> I mean, maybe some would have been good. Some for of those sure. episodes, I'm aren't... sure I'm sure there's some good stuff for sure. There's some fun stuff. But it's like the TV taping most of the stuff. It's time it's
0: it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that
1: stuff existed to sell out big shows that were not taped.
0: But this is the 73rd episode of Raw, produced by WWF. It would take place on August 1st, 1994, from the Beagley Center in Youngstown, Ohio, with an attendance of 8,000 people. So Raw's on the yes. road.
1: They're almost a year and a half in. They're, uh, yeah. They came to Youngstown
2: at the uh, start of my birthday month, August 1994.
1: You were born in 94? No. Oh, okay. I'm born. just kidding. I know it you aren't anywhere anymore.
2: Yes. This was the, uh, the 17th birthday
0: month. So, for your 17th birthday, did you have what you brought for us?
2: No, because I was super picky back then, and I didn't even like this stuff touching each other. Uh, growing up, I was a kid who... Had to have my food separated. If it touched, it would cry. I had to eat things in certain order. You know, hot things had to be hot. Cold things had to be cold. And if they were, you know, the hot thing was cold by the time I got to it, I'd cry. <laughs> Obviously not when I was 17. You sound, you I just sound like a,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. You sound you sound like a blast. Yeah.
2: I was the, the super picky kid who yeah. turned 25, got high, and said, fuck it. I just want to eat everything. So mm-hmm. shut up and, and yeah. try this.
1: Yeah, kicked kicked your uh, your food OCD to the floor. Yes. Did you have a different fork for each uh, food item? That would have been extra rough. No. Okay, like, this is my fork for My mom for did vegetables.
2: invest in those little special paper plates that had the little divider thing. Oh
1: yeah, I think that's just all kids have. Those, yeah. Mine was clowns. It had clowns. I see, I love clowns. Do you? I still do. You might be the only guy that loves clowns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No, 17th birthday, I don't remember what the hell I had you did, it be pretty I impressive. I didn't really yeah. mean for you to no. think about it. Now that I'm thinking, though, I'm trying to remember. It's a whole transition.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: now, we
1: are... Uh, these foods are touching.
2: These are touching. You got foods touching, you got hot and cold going together, soft and crunchy, salty and sweet. All these little descriptive words This would have are, given you an
1: aneurysm at yes. the age of five. I, I would have been
2: curled up in the fetal position just crying and waiting for morning to come (laughs) yeah we are uh we're in ohio we've only been to ohio a couple times and uh one thing i've learned is ohio people like to put french fries in stuff uh we had the polish boy once upon a time that had uh it was a polish dog that had the the fries and the slaw and the spicy barbecue sauce on it that was was pretty tasty very good But I was doing some research and looking up what foods were started in Ohio and found out that in Columbus, Ohio, a uh, popular ginger-haired burger place got its start, most people know of it, Wendy's, and a popular treat from there is their Frosty and their fries, which go perfectly together.
1: So I'm going to dub the Dave Thomas Special, which probably isn't true. But that's what we're going to call it.
2: Hey, whatever you call it, it's good. You dip your fries in one of their Frosties, you can do chocolate, you can do vanilla, you can do a twist, I'm sure.
1: I didn't even realize they had vanilla
2: Frosties. They, yeah, they came out with vanilla not too long ago. All right. Or, I mean, it's been a little while. It's probably five years. years, five, six years, so.
0: I remember being back in high school and, like, we'd go to Wendy's for lunch, and I'd always heard about this Frosty and fries thing, and I did it, and people thought it was gross, and I'm just like, have you tried it? And they're like, no, and I'm like... As
1: you're missing out. In the like early to mid two thousands, Wendy's had like the greatest dollar menu, which was great for yes. somebody in high school or just out of high school that uh, smoked pot and drank too much. And I, was I, I, I was me and my friends, and uh, yeah, the Wendy's dollar menu explosion uh, post going to a crummy local bar was a was a was a was a thing for hey, sure. I've been
2: there. Yeah, Wendy's, uh, I didn't have one in my little small town growing up. We had them up in Lincoln, so I'd get one every now and then. And then when I started working at Blockbuster, there was a Wendy's like two blocks away. And Fat Chubby Shane back then was all about walking over to the Wendy's and getting me a spicy chicken and a burger, or fries, or whatever.
0: Your spicy chicken isn't as good as it used to be. No, it's
2: changed up like 14 different times over the last couple years, and they just haven't found... There'll be one that I'll get that's awesome, and then I'll go back two weeks later to get one, and it's a totally different shape, a totally different texture.
1: Consistency. I know
2: Dave's gone, but come on, man.
1: Was the Dave in those commercials, the actual Dave? Mm -hmm. What a a good-looking old man. Yep. Just love the look of him. He actually... Kind of looked like he could have been a... You uh, would have looked nice sitting next to a Bob Cottle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a face they don't make anymore.
2: Oh, I miss the, uh, the good spicy chickens at Wendy's.
1: <laughs> when, I I, mean I,
2: when I didn't eat meat for 2014, that was the one food that I craved the most, was a Wendy's spicy chicken. And I don't know if it's because I took the year off, they decided to change the recipe well. on it, but yeah, uh-huh. it's just yeah, a... they were like,
1: oh, well, we're not selling as many what spicy chickens. We've lost our... Well, can we, can we get it for cheaper? Well,
2: they tried that whole two for five dollar thing, and I don't know if it was too popular or not popular enough, or ran the world out of the good Wendy's chicken sandwiches, <laughs> but <laughs> something's happened, so I've been reduced to this tasty little treat of fries and, and frosty instead, because
0: can't go wrong. Well, while we're still enjoying these frosties and fries, a couple films would hit the theater the previous weekend mm-hmm. of this Raw. It Could Happen to You and The Mask.
1: This is the, the year of Jim Carrey. The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace and came out in the same year. Mask is the one of those three movies I saw in the theater because I was a little kid. So it looks my, like a kid's film. Yeah, Yeah. and the mask, like, it's goofy and fun for kids, but it also holds up uh, as an adult. But, you know, Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber I saw on videotape, because my mom would always vet my older cousin to see if it was appropriate, and she'd be like, no. I remember her playing, letting me, I finally got to see Ace Ventura, I wanted to see it so bad, and she, like, fast forward to the sex scene, I totally wouldn't have got it at the time, (laughs) because it's basically just a bunch of animals squawking and, like, a bed shaking, I would have been confused. But um, I do not know... It could happen to you. I know that you bro probably know what that is. Oh yeah.
2: I worked at at Blockbuster, so I've seen the, the preview of this movie many, 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 many times. But have you seen the movie? Yes.
1: Is it good? Who's in it? Is could it, it is a rom a Nic- so com? Nicolas
2: Cage. Nicholas Cage. I like Nicolas Cage. I like Bridget Fonda. Okay. Rosie Perez, I believe. It's, yeah.
0: It's based on a true story mm-hmm. actually of a New York police officer. He's sitting at a diner, and Bridget Fonda plays the waitress, and uh, they decide to buy a lottery ticket
1: oh. together.
0: They end up winning, and obviously the movie is a romantic comedy, so you can probably figure out the plot and details from there. <laughs> it, in real life, they were uh, the police officer was actually married, so they didn't actually they put that in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It may they
1: might do that uh, now and like make the movie a little bit more serious but in the 90s we're just gonna we're gonna pick the fun parts out <laughs> yeah. have I haven't
2: actually gone through it this way it may, mm-hmm. have, ended, it may have ended up as a uh, you know one of those cold case files or something like that instead. it was it,
0: this was right before Nick Cage started doing like The Rock and yeah, this was yeah. his this was between, research, between, and, between
1: Moonstruck and Con Air we had uh, what so, was it called It Could Happen to You the yeah, most nondescript you. title of a movie ever but it's it's actually it's pretty good. It's
0: probably one of my favorite romantic comedies. Okay, well, that's I saying a lot because I dislike
1: most romantic comedies, but most of them
0: aren't very good. But I love your
1: classics. I love Moonstruck, and I love like when Harry met Sally, and you've got Mail, and and the ones everyone agrees are good. Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. This
2: falls in line with those, with all those. Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. Because. Uh, I think, I named, I, think me, I named most was, of the good ones just now.
0: If someone told me Nora Ephron wrote it, I wouldn't be like, "No, she didn't." Okay, it, if, if, okay, that's good because
1: all the movies I just named Nora Ephron movies, with the exception of the I Mean she didn't write it. No, but I'm just but saying, saying if she, if you, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be surprised if she had exactly. her hand in it. It was definitely inspired by works that yeah, she. I'm had made.
2: who wrote it. Let's see. Screenplay hey. by Jane Anderson. No, I don't know what who else that. Have you done this is, yeah, we got the. Um, well, I just pulled it up, and she's written episodes of the uh, Facts of Life, The Wonder Years. So I like that already. She wrote How to Make an American Quilt.
1: That sounds like some shit my mom would watch.
2: <laughs> she's written. My mom some also Mad Men, goes to... the wife. Okay. She's just TV, All a TV, TV
0: writer mostly. She's banging out some yeah, some uh... some some
1: episodes for quite a while. she went from Facts of Life to writing on Mad Men. She's a, yeah. she's a through and through writer. Hey, I mean, she won me already just with
2: Facts of Life. Yeah. Now I gotta look at her. Do I recognize her? No, I don't. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, It Could Happen to You, which is the kind of the, could be the name of just about any movie. The Mask could have been called It Could Happen to You. That's true. Very true. <laughs> Man, the villain in The Mask is so good. He looks, he already has like a the scary handsome face, but then you put the green mask on him and it sinks his eyes in. Pretty wild. Plus, can't think of a film where Cameron Diaz looks uh, any hotter because she's well, like hotter than the surface of the she's, she's hotter than she the out. surface of the sun in this movie. Yeah. It's wild.
0: I think the only other movie that I thought she was like super hot in was like Charlie's Angels. I mean,
1: yeah, wildly attractive lady, but there's something special about uh, her in
0: the mask. Are you saying there's something about Cameron Diaz? Hmm. Yes. So and I'm not
1: only talking about the commenter here. I do not like that
0: movie. <laughs> what you living? Uh, Something about Mary. Oh, really? I do not like that movie.
1: That's a little, a little too. Did the Fairly Brothers get a little too nasty with that one for you?
0: Uh, uh, most Fairly Brother movies are just. they were just A too, little too uh, Fairly Brothers for yeah. you. <laughs> but Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> though,
1: is so good. I don't like Dumb and Dumber. Oh, my God. So I like Dumb and Dumber. I, like... I quote the movie all the time. It's so funny. I still love you. So it's fine. We don't have to like the same thing. If we do, if all your friends like the same things, it's boring. Did you
2: ever see Son of Mask
0: or whatever the hell that movie was called that no. shouldn't have been made? But we have read the uh, graphic novel that I have, The Mask was based off of. I have,
1: yes. Oh, yeah? Uh, it is uh, good. It's a lot more adult. It is very adult. It's not for, it's not for children. Uh, the art is great. It is very good and interesting. And the movie is basically just loosely based off of like the first story.
0: Yes, and that story gets really crazy in the
1: book. <laughs> Yeah, yeah But, I mean, honestly, the movie is probably better off for deviating Yes uh, And I'm not to say that I didn't like the comic, but, like, the movie is is great
0: Well, let's get to Monday night we'll get, And let's get, a, get a little raw Let's do
1: it Hop in the town car and speed to Youngstown, Ohio
0: we get narration from Vince McMahon over footage of WrestleMania 10, where Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon met in a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Boy, did they. I mean, yeah, you, nobody forgets that one. We then get two weeks ago on Raw, and we see Ramon in the ring with Diesel, who is now the Intercontinental Champion, when HBK would sneak up behind him, but Razor would turn in time, only for Shawn to stall long enough for Big Daddy Cool to get to his feet to attack from behind into a superkick from Michaels. Ramon then says he won't have to worry about Michaels after tonight in a promo. Sean then says that Razor won't even make it to SummerSlam. And then we get our opening video before Vince welcomes us to the show. Welcome! And he's joined by Macho Man Randy Savage on commentary. And Macho has a comment about where Vince has been. Uh, I can tell you one thing. He's not guilty, because <laughs> basically says that Ramon. His prediction is that Ramon will win because Vince just beat the government. <laughs> Big and,
1: statement. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's been doing it for decades at this point. Can't imagine the tax, uh, that his uh, the, the taxes for WWF and WWE over the years. Probably look incredible.
0: Here's the thing: in 1994. That line probably made no sense to anyone, because they basically were just like, he's out with a so neck injury. All under the rug. But us looking back at it now, we Everybody know exactly knows. what that line means. Yeah. And I literally wrote, I wonder if Savage had a job after this shit. <laughs> but Vince McMahon yeah. kind of
1: smirked. He had, he had an A reaction. I don't know if it was a smirk. I don't know if he was kind of like wide-eyed, but this is not, this is... Savage didn't have uh, Vince McMahon or somebody in his ear telling him what to say. No. Uh, or this not to say. This is Savage being a savage. This is Savage. <laughs> savage being a savage. And it is pretty cool. I mean, obviously, we're talking steroid trial, Vince McMahon uh, did the ambulance chasing a lawyer's suggestion of wearing a neck brace <laughs> to the court for sympathy. Uh, it's well documented and um, talked about. I have a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Diesel, we didn't watch Diesel get the belt. No, we did not. Did he it get it, belt. like, off television? Was it was it a, like, house show uh, title change? And then they, like, explained it away later? Or it's just like, oh, well, we put it on.
0: It may have been on a raw. Yeah, I'm I thinking it was probably a raw. My assumption is it.
1: that, you know, Shawn Michaels probably interfered. Diesel got a pin over Razor. Here we are. He wants to get the belt back from Diesel, but once Shawn out of the way. Blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of like wrestling kind of like
0: how you book wrestling yeah so we go to our first match of Shawn michaels with diesel versus razor ramon and this is actually the heartbreak kids first match since wrestlemania 10. crazy he had basically taken some time off to heal from some injuries basically just being diesel's second the entire time so he'd been around but he hasn't wrestled in a match
1: Build, build up the boy. That's right. Heal up. Probably um, do cool drugs. Definitely. Oh, yeah. If, we, if, if there's anything we know about Shawn Michaels. I'm going to guess. <laughs> there, there
2: may have been some drugs. There, there may have been some sex. His muscles
1: have, may have been healing, but uh, his brain was probably hurting.
0: Yeah. So as the match is getting, gets going, Shawn shoves Ramon, taking control momentarily with his quickness until Razor greets Michaels with her right hand and tossing him to the corner for a flare flip to the floor.
1: And what a flip to the floor. It's not like he doesn't stop on the apron. Like he really goes...
2: All the way down. Yeah, like
1: (laughs) head heels over head and head over heels. That's a hell of a way to take your first big bump after, after, uh, especially not being even in the match. Or, no, sorry, uh, b- being your first match back. Yes. You know, he hadn't been in matches previous. And there's
2: nobody that uh, can do the Flair flip quite like Shawn Michaels. Yeah. You know, he, he, other he other takes it. The, than, the, it the, yes. No, I mean, even, even Flair.
1: Shawn Michaels. Even is Flair would say
2: Michaels does it better. You know, he adds that Shawn
1: Michaels-ness to it. Going neck first onto yeah. the mat, which Ric Flair, probably not going to do.
0: No. So the bad guy keeps HBK from re-entering the ring with right hands, but Sean rakes the eyes and heads up top, only to be met with a right hand to the midsection on his way down. Ramon telegraphs a back body drop, so Michaels hits a swinging neckbreaker, following up with a knee drop, a turnbuckle smash, and comes off the middle rope with a crossbody. But Razor catches him to hit a followaway slam for a two count.
1: I mean, if the guy's got, like, Six plus inches on you, and like 40 pounds on you, can't be doing crossbodies while they're standing. No. Nah. you got. If you're gonna crossbody, they better be on the floor or like on the mat. And splash them. Yeah, not this
0: early. Not standing. Bad guy takes control with some armwork, but HBK escapes with several forearms, a choke, and a snapmare. Sean drop kicks Ramon to get a two count before dropping him with multiple jabs and right hands, and starts choking him on the ropes with Diesel getting involved as well. Michaels applies a sleeper, only for Razor to battle back with elbows. Take HBK over with a backslide to get a near fall. Sean comes back with a clothesline for a two-count of his own, goes for a dropkick, but the bad guy blocks and catapults Michaels over the ropes onto Diesel at ringside as we go to commercial.
1: I mean, what a way to go to commercial break. Yes. That's how you do it, guys. Not a a rest hold and you come back to a rest hold.
0: When we come back, we see a replay of that catapult before HBK pulls Ramon into a turnbuckle and heads up to the top rope, but he is press-slammed off to the mat. Razor applies an ab stretch, but a rake of the eyes helps Sean break free, deliver a few elbow smashes, but the bad guy is able to face plant Michaels on a failed backdrop attempt. Ramon follows up with a back body drop of his own before locking in a bear hug for several moments. Oh no. Until HBK is finally able to elbow out and go for a body slam. But his back hurts too much. I mean that checks out. So Razor goes right
1: back to the bear hug.
2: So this is where the back injury first takes place,
1: huh? Also, I mean, bear hug. We're like, oh, a bear hug. Bear they, uh, hug did something. We yeah. saw that we saw that it hurt his back. What does he do? It. He goes back to the bear hug. All moves can mean something yeah. if you allow them to.
2: And this is one of those great situations where it's a big bear of a man putting and a bear hug on a smaller
1: guy and squeezing the shit out of him. Exactly. I don't need to see like like Duggan and Valentine no <laughs> doing bear hugs to each no. other. That's no good. Duggan trying to do a bear hug on Andre. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> extra silly.
2: It's it's as as wonderful as those. Headbutts to the stomach that you love so much. Oh, my (laughs)
1: gosh. That's my test of strength. It's a Headbutt guts.
0: Sean escapes the bear hug again, this time with a sunset flip. But the bad guy stays up and punches down. Going for a cover, only for Michaels to reverse it for a near fall. Ramon with a quick clothesline to recover. Charges in again, but is tossed to the floor, where Diesel clotheslines him as we again go to commercial. They're really...
1: And on these commercial breaks, mm-hmm. I feel like that there's just something that televised
0: wrestling could learn from, from watching their from stuff. watching from
1: watching commercial breaks <laughs> from a Raw '94.
0: When we come back, Razor is rolled back into the ring, but HBK decides an elbow drop on the apron is a great idea. Following up with quick jabs in the corner, Sean connects with a leaping back elbow for a two count. But the bad guy blocks a right hand and begins to mount a comeback with right hands of his own. Only for Michaels to lock on a sleeper to slow the momentum.
1: Razor sells the sleeper real well to the mat. It's like, oh, cool. I mean, if we're going to have Shawn Michaels back after a while, you're going to have. It's great that he's back in here with Razor Ramon, a guy that probably only gotten better in the months since the ladder matchup.
0: Picking up right where he left off. Mm -hmm. Ramon's fading but he gets his arm up on the third attempt by the ref. He begins to bad guy up. He hits a back suplex, and both men are down. Razor slowly makes a cover for a two count, followed by HBK reversing an Irish whip, only to telegraph the back body drop, allowing the bad guy to kick him. Ramon then starts running the ropes, but the two men collide for a double KO.
3: Dun-dun-dun...
0: They make it to their feet, and Razor's delivering right hand after right hand, tossing Sean to the corner for his version of the flare flip, followed by a bad guy clothesline for a near fall. Ramon then sets Michaels up on the top for his super backdrop, but Razor's elbowed off to the mat, followed by Sean leaping off with a crossbody, Ooh. but the bad guy uses the momentum to roll on top, for a two kick. I know, they, they I know
1: uh, that one they actually got me. I was <laughs> like, he rolled it over, he's bigger than him, like you know, he's the
0: face. Let's let's do this. Good shit. Sean with a super kick for a near fall. He then signals for the razor's edge. <laughs> Stealing the opponents finisher. I know,
1: it's fun. I mean he's he's a shit heel.
0: But Ramon blocks and backdrops Michaels. The bad guy then goes for the razor's edge himself. When Diesel jumps on the apron, so Ramon starts fighting off both men. HBK grabs the Intercontinental title and Ooh. tries to hit Razor with it. But the bad guy ducks and back body drops Sean. Ramon with an Irish whip, but it's reversed, which sends him right into a big boot from Diesel on the apron. Allowing Michaels to roll him up for the pin. And, and the win. win. Post-match. HBK and Big Daddy Cool are beating down Razor for several moments with Diesel dropping an elbow off the ropes. Officials finally show up to break it up. The Big Daddy Cool runs them off, but then they decide to leave anyways.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like you run them off and then you leave. I guess they're like, well, our message was made. Yeah. They'll get their next But yeah, I do love I guess the, I'm not sure if this is like a uh I guess I'm thinking of like a Saturday night when they were used to swap the WWF for like Saturday Night Live when it was not airing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But is this like late night, or are they just front loading it with like the best match just to keep people in?
0: This is that's a lot of what they did back then. Yeah, it was if it was especially when it was live. They always usually put the best match early, Mm -hmm. so if they were running short on time they could just kind of
1: it's like oh we'll just go to we'll, the yeah we're just going to
0: keep yeah. like, we we'll might, go off which air. we might see here in a minute. Oh uh, yeah, we will. <laughs> we then go to the back, top back there for the Summer Slam report brought to you by Domino's. No Noid inside. No. But hey everyone, call Ticketmaster to get your tickets. <laughs> yeah. I saw
2: a... I don't know that number. It's probably changed since the time they had <laughs> Yeah, it I made it so for
0: sure. Todd then goes through the matchups we will see at SummerSlam in a few weeks, and then we go to our second match, Bull Nakano with Luna Vachon versus Alundra Blaze.
1: Non-title match, but Alundra Blaze has
0: the pink women's
1: belt. She do. Most famous for being tossed into the garbage Which in the see moderate in... to near future. Yeah. yeah, Bull Nakano, we haven't... Have we, we, this is our first bowl in the condo?
0: our first one
1: and our first O'Londra Blaze also known as it's not our first O'Londra
0: Blaze mm, it's not? So. Oh. Okay. No. okay she popped up on she was at Wrestlemania she yeah. was at Royal Rumble as well I believe oh. Yeah, cause she had a match with Rock and Robin no Wendy like Richter
1: and Bomb Angel no no it's all good. Leilani Kai? Yes. Was it Leilani yeah, Kai? Leilani uh, Kai it's like I was going through women's <laughs> wrestlers that we've covered. Leilani Kai. Bull Nakano uh, has a incredible look. Uh, most people know who she is, even if they've never seen her wrestle. I'm rocking my one of my favorite shirts for a few reasons. Number one, it's a red, white, and blue tie-dye t-shirt that has the ne- Nakano on the t-shirt, who's also wearing a red, white, and blue <laughs> tie-dye t-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt that also happens to be a Grateful Dead t-shirt. So it's a <laughs> Bonacano t-shirt that's the same color as Bonacano's t-shirt, and it also happens to be a Grateful Dead t-shirt. <laughs> I like it's it. It's very funny. Uh, but, yeah. The the shock of, like, of like, I don't even know what you call it. It's, like, not a flat top, but it's, like, a... Like Frankenhair? Yeah, but it's, like, <laughs> directly straight up. It's kind of, like, ex... Like, If you added a foot onto like Guile from Street Fighter's hair, (laughs) and then she's got the, uh, of course, like weird lightning bolt, like stuff on her face. It's like a blue lightning bolt that like kind of almost looks like a cracked egg. It's great. She's got a a great look, and uh, she looks pretty scary. She is a large lady.
0: Yeah, that's one badass bitch. But since this is her first time that we've seen her... I have to mention that. Bull well, Nakano is a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Famer.
1: Is there any Japanese Hall of Fame we don't know about?
0: If there is... We don't know about it. We don't know about it. <laughs> Other than, like, the... There is one, but there's only... Like, the New Japan New Japan has one, but they only have, like, six or seven people in it. Yeah, it's like,
1: it's like a... It's not... It's not like the went, way that... We're
0: gonna do this, and then they went, this is stupid. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> we all... You guys know... Who, if you remember them, if they ever had a big boy belt, if they ever pulled at the front door, they're a Hall of Famer. Yep. You all know who they are.
0: So the match gets going with Blaze putting her hand out for a handshake, only for Bull to slap it away, and then toss Alundra throat first into the ropes, followed by a clothesline. Bull just jumping right in. Mm-hmm. Blaze ducks a clothesline and delivers a pair of kicks, but a shot to the gut puts Nakano back in control. Bull tosses Alundra to the mat several times by the hair, but Blaze comes back with a hurricanrana for a two count.
1: I mean, incredible hurricanrana, but Medusa is really... Uh, Alundra Blaze. Alundra Blaze, I'm sorry. It's hard You're to right. call her that. Alundra Blaze is really uh, bumping her ass off. Yeah, she is.
2: And Bull Nakano's hair does not move at all during that uh, hurricanrana.
0: <laughs> it's like three bottles of Elmer's <laughs> in that shit. Spinning heel kick by Alundra and tries for a second one. But Nakano ducks and begins to choke Blaze before using the hair to toss her down multiple times. Bull applies a sleeper before using the top rope to choke Alundra, and hits a pile driver, but only for two as she pulls Blaze's shoulders up, which makes so much sense, because it's like that should
1: be the end of this match. So if you don't tease being the heel and pull him, it's like you just drived her. You got, you got weight on her. You're meaner than her. Like. Nice. Like yeah, if you, she didn't pull her up, it'd be like, you'd, you'd be like ah, like what? What is this bullshit? Right. What is this fake bullshit? But now she pulled her up because she's mean and scary, and she's got Luna out there to remind you how mean and scary she really is.
0: <laughs> Powerbomb by Nakano for a near fall, and goes for a second, but Blaze floats over and hits a sunset flip for a two count. Lundra goes to the top middle rope, coming off with a missile dropkick, but Bull moves out of the way and picks her up for a body slam then comes off the top with a leg drop, only for Blaze to avoid. Alundra hits a German suplex for a near fall. Oh, bridging German suplex. Nakano then reverses her waistlock to try for a German of her own, but Blaze rolls her up for a two count. Alundra heads to the middle rope, but Bull press slams her off and heads up top herself, only to be drop kicked over to the floor.
1: I mean, this match is really quite good. They're really not wasting any time. No. And uh, they're really wrestling. Is not Leilani Kai versus Rockin' Robin. No, these two have some. uh, Which I nothing against. I like those ladies and I like some of those um, earlier women's matches we watched. But this looks more. It's it's cleaner, more precise, and worked much more similar to a men's match. Yeah. I don't know how else to say that.
2: Yeah, it's it's not the the cutesy little stuff that they used to do back in the. It's not all. Uh, it's not eighties.
1: It's bigger moves, not as much like hair pull snapmares. Yep. Yeah. which is hair pull snapmare. That's
0: a. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's a that's lethal. thing.
2: That's a lethal combination there, especially <laughs> sure. when you're wearing just a leotard.
0: Yeah. Blaze goes up to the top rope to hit a crossbody to the outside. <sighs> Come on. They're both up, and goes, and she goes for an Irish Whip, but McConnell reverses it to send Alundra into the ring post. Posted. Ding, ding. Blaze then back body drops a charging bull in as the bell rings for a double count out. Yep,
2: yeah. super fast double count out uh, by any wrestling count. <laughs> terms. I think he
0: literally started counting as soon as Alundra like jumped, jumped off, off the, the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: as soon as she like hit the side, her feet hit. The left of, and she doesn't not even off the top rope. she goes to the post. Yeah. She like steps to the post and yeah. dies off. It's really great. It's a lot of fast action done professionally. and uh, I mean, we've seen guys not do some of the stuff like a hundred plays jumping off. Of. Yeah. and the Bolacano spin throws of a Blaze. plays, I mean, this is the way you set up a match at SummerSlam.
2: Yep. It gives us a taste of what they, what, can, what do. they can do and makes us want a little bit more.
1: Yeah. We need to, we need to see who's the, the better woman. Mm-hmm.
0: Post-match, Nakano is on the apron arguing with Alundra when Luna comes in from behind to attack her. But Blaze slaps her away before tossing v- Vashon into Bull to knock both women to the floor. And she slapped her good, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lay it in. Promotional considerations provided by IcoPro. It's what Razor Remote uses. Mm. <laughs>
2: One of the many things Razor Remote uses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he uses those razors for.
2: The
1: yeah, IcoPro. It's still strong. Maybe not the word, but it's going. Mm. I still wish that I could find some expired IcoPro and we could uh, you, we this, could take it on an episode. There's got to be a time capsule somewhere
2: that just has a, a oh, surplus of IcoPro. There's got to be some of those mystery boxes on amazon that you can buy that a mystery box on Amazon. yeah it's just you know you pay 25 you pay 50 you pay 100 you have no idea what's in it it's just this box of whatever
1: the person decides to send you yeah of 30, 30 year old creatine yeah wouldn't it be great <laughs> it'd be so good i think the ICA Pro logo is truly fantastic which makes me want to take it uh-huh. Or, you we, know, mix in some of that Ica Pro into it truly. Mm, there you go. I, Ica Pro and um, and White Claw Summer.
0: Yeah. Mmm. Sell that seltzer. We then get an ad for next week's raw. We, you're going to see Bam Bam Bigelow and IRS of the Million Dollar Corporation face Doink the Clown and Tatanka to headline the show.
1: Mmm. I mean, I guess Bam Bam's never really going to get him. Big solo run here, so he's hanging out with IRS. Don't give up. It could be worse. IRS, we like IRS. He's a good worker. Gimmick Don't stinks, but hey,
2: he he could have
1: main event future, in in, in the near future. In my f- in the near yeah, future. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Always in my heart. More, We've, he's got a, more upside than Tatanka.
2: I mean, he's, he's king aligned.
1: of king of the of the mid card.
2: He's aligned with you know the million dollar corporation now. So, Ted. Only does big banners. Because he only pays for everything. That's right.
0: (laughs) So good. Because everybody has a price. We then go to the king's court with Jerry the King Lawler. And it's actually promoted to be after the commercial. But Lawler is then shown coming to ringside and heads out into the crowd. Which confuses Vince and Macho Man. And me as well. Yeah. The king tells Savage that there is a very special couple. A gentleman with his date. Which Macho wouldn't know anything about, because his dates are all inflatable. Good
1: ass burn. Mm.
0: And the computer dating service just called and said they had a perfect date for you, but the zoo won't let her out. (laughs) I mean, Waller is... uh... Prime form behind this also microphone. Macho didn't
2: play along that well though, because uh, he just kind of admitted to it all. Of you know, oh, who told? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
1: he's, like, he's like, like, yes, um, I have dated some dogs. <laughs> it's like, all right, man, way to throw some ladies under the bus.
0: Lawler then pulls Mike Boyle and Andrea, hmm. where he totally ruins the surprise by calling her his soon-to-be fiance. <laughs>
1: yeah, nice job, Jer. He, you know. Maybe that was part of uh, he, he, the heelishness. This might not be his fourth
2: engagement, like Lawler is used to. But damn,
1: yeah, we don't in in Ohio. We don't do like we do in Memphis. No.
0: Mike then asks the question, but before she answers, the king drags her away. As we go to commercial, and this
1: poor lady is so embarrassed,
0: mm-hmm. as she should be. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's going it's only going down from here.
0: We come back from a commercial and Andrea is in the ring with Jerry, where he starts just making fun of Mike, who's still in the crowd, but then he asks Andrea to answer, and she says yes. I don't know why. Yeah. And
1: especially after Jerry says that like his last last like Mike's last girlfriend had been around more than a carousel, uh but then Mike looks yeah. over
2: to the girl that's standing to his left or right or something it's like that like sense. it was his ex-girlfriend. Like, <laughs> I think it like Oops, it's like his
1: sister or, you know, <laughs> a close friend. But then he says, uh, "Waller says that if they ever have kids, he wants one of the puppies. And he says that she has an elephant nose and then tries to go in for a kiss. She has a large nose, but it's a cute nose. It's so brutal. I feel so bad for this lady. She just got, like, embarrassed and just doesn't know how to react, so she's got the awkward smile the whole
0: time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after calling her ugly, and then he goes in for a kiss, and I'm just like, Jerry, you just One were in or trouble the with other. The <laughs> oh, You're yeah, well, that's with women. That like, too. Ixnay on the kissing egg. Yeah. It was okay, bad enough that Andre, you
1: just like... for
2: hesitant yeah, prey.
1: That you verbally assaulted her and basically called her a dog.
0: <laughs> but after she leaves, the king then welcomes out Bob Backlund. Who never lost. Who never lost the WWF championship. Mm-hmm. Sorry for jumping on that. I got excited. Did you know why? I did not. Oh, I, I did not know why he never lost. So, back in 1983, his manager, Arnold Scotland would throw the towel in when Iron Sheik had him in the camel clutch. Mm, a real Mr. Perfect type situation. Mm. And then, obviously, as we all know, Iron Sheik then lost it to Hulk Hogan. Should have
1: broke his leg.
0: That's a heartless way to lose the belt. Damn it, just
1: yeah, throwing in the towel.
2: And Backlund was a, didn't Backlund didn't was a
1: was a tweener, but I guess Iron Sheik you know, put a heel on top. Yeah, and then he should have broke his leg. Should have broke his leg.
0: Iron Cheek. <laughs> Backlund then starts talking. says, "I have tried to improve your lives in every way, but you people had changed in the last ten years." And I'm disappointed in how weak you are. I never gave up, and I never submitted, and I'm still the champ. It's been 11 years, Bob Backlund. Won mm-hmm. hey. the reigning champion since Bruno, bro. Uh, uh, the... Never forget, never let go.
1: He looks so much like a car salesman in that suit. It is not a good look for Bob Backlund. I don't know why. He
0: looks like a car salesman in anything that he uh, matters. That's true, but he when he's wearing wrestling trunks, when he's, he's wearing like red
1: wrestling salesman. trunks, it's like, well, at least this guy is like pretty fit and uh, quick on his feet. And how can he be a heel with a face like a like a twelve year old boy? Hey.
2: Howdy doody had an evil side, man.
0: <laughs> so Vince starts talking over the interview to throw it to some footage, but it never starts. So the king just keeps going when all of a sudden the footage starts. <laughs> we're only 73 episodes yeah, in the true.
1: Raw, so you know.
0: And on that footage we see Bret Hart in the ring with Bob, offering him a handshake. The backlund one would slap him and lock on the chicken wing, all while the interview keeps going before big man sends it to commercial yeah i mean i, I would love to see a brett Backlund match sounds fun uh, you might see this sooner than you think it and sounds like a fun mean. a fun
1: in between actual potential so, yeah like it's like you nobody know, think bob that was going to be bret hart mm-hmm. but i uh, had any match that bret hart wants to have with somebody i want it. to see
3: yeah
1: agreed snap into some slim
3: jim oh yeah
2: i hope they never said. Never stop using his image for
0: and for per- Slim Jim. Perpetuity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is Slim Jim. Keep yeah. keep Lanny paid. That's right. We then go to our third match, the Smoking Guns. Oh,
1: this is where they've been hanging out at Raw,
0: of Barton Billy Gunn versus George Anderson and Tom Bennett. Mm. Who? You're George
1: right. Anderson and Tom Bennett. Exactly. The, yeah, the the hundred dollar tag team of the night, yes. fifty bucks a pop
2: Pole's long lost third cousin
1: <laughs> and mike bennett's dad mm-hmm. The yeah the ring uh the guys that help put up the ring
0: <laughs> <laughs> so billy hits a drop toe hold on anderson a body slam by bart double russian leg sweep by the guns which was pretty nice and a running knee drop by billy as we go to commercial mm. Eho. we're back a drop kick by billy Bart picks Anderson up in a gut wrench backbreaker, followed Pretty by neat. Billy coming off the top rope with an elbow drop for the pin and, and the win. win as Vince says his goodbyes.
1: I mean, you know, they just had to kill some time here.
2: Yeah, and this is why they start their shows with their main event because they end shows with matches like this. Yeah, I mean, how ran out yeah, how
1: upsetting would it have been uh,
0: to not get the finish of the other two <laughs> matches?
1: Pretty upsetting. Yeah.
0: So I ask you, gentlemen. What are your overall thoughts of this Monday Night Raw?
1: For a two in a in a half two and a quarter match show, uh, two of these matches are great and absolutely worth your time. Yes,
2: and then it gets weird and
1: even the Lawler stuff. thing is worth your time if oh, you yeah. already watched the two matches because he's so good at being a bastard. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm still trying to figure out though if mike and andrea were somehow
1: plants if,
2: yeah, or... yeah if were plants, I, yeah, if they had or... won some sort of a contest mm-hmm. if if it was actually lawler's new fiance playing. and he just wanted to get some camera time for her and a kiss on
1: screen i have no idea i feel like if it, like she did not look comfortable with him at yeah. all so yeah. there's no way they knew each other well, she didn't look comfortable with mike either <laughs> <laughs> i mean she was at a wrestling show she's probably not her thing
2: yeah well, that was my thought as I was watching it is not really knowing what was going to be happening is that girl looks like she's going to be pissed off if she gets engaged to or gets proposed to and then that's what ends up happening.
1: I but don't, I don't know. I liked her big nose. She was cute. <laughs> she's got very 90s hair. So it sounds like we're
0: all kind of pretty much in agreement. First two matches are really, really good. Mm-hmm. The... I mean, we, we, you cherry-picked this Raw for a reason. Because it's a really, really good episode. And there's two basically. really good reasons. Yes. Yeah. The King's Court... Is just weird, and even it's, the backlands. It, I don't feel like it builds Backlund up at all. No,
1: Backlund is just not a very. He's just you just can't believe him as a heel. Yeah. It's just it impossible just, to believe him as a as a heel. It's so just it's planting it's weird. another
2: seed of the crazy man.
1: What he's saying all works, but it's just like not the right face, not the right intensity. It's like trying to turn Steamboat heel. It's like, good fucking luck. Like I just, but the, yeah the the. One of the best wrestlers uh, that has zero mic skills and never got better at them. He's just like not comfortable that way, but he's more than comfortable in the ring. He's overly comfortable in the ring. He's great, but he just doesn't have a face for uh, being a bad guy and barely has one for being the good guy. <laughs> and then legitimately looks like the kid they bring in like season seven of a sitcom. To, like, bring in the, like, cute kid to try to inject some life into the ratings or whatever.
2: Oh, he's the Oliver on the Brady he's Bunch. He's the right? Oliver. <laughs> he's Oliver on the Brady Bunch. Exactly.
1: I was trying to remember it, and oh. I knew that one of you two Bobby. would know where I was coming from. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, first couple matches, good. And then the weird Lawler thing, the weird Backlund thing, and then... Smoking bun, smoking buns, smoking guns. I mean, they've got smoking buns. Makes you want to go to Wendy's (laughs) and get yourself a a frosty and a fry. Yeah, yeah. You don't really have to worry about missing anything other than Vince saying goodbye.
1: Good. Where's the smart marks at? All right, fuck you.
0: I think it's time we smark it up. So, what are your favorite, best, most memorable moments of this show? Smart,
1: smart, smart. Medusa off the post. I was like, yo, I didn't, like, her going to the floor, I was like, maybe Bull will catch her, like a crossbody catch, yeah. like we saw Razor do with Sean in the previous match, but on the floor, but no. She does it to the floor, but not even to the floor off the apron or off of the ropes. She, like, pushes, steps to the post and <laughs> jumps off. Pretty wild. And then, of course, like, we know that Razor and Sean are friends? They know how to deliver. Yeah, they—they they, I mean they did the ladder match, and they have chemistry, and they are real-life friends. So Sean is going to go out of his way to work with somebody he likes. Uh, you would imagine, considering from what we understand, he didn't really like anybody mm-hmm. uh, at this point in time, and at point in ti- points in time, like post uh, this match. So it's hard to complain about. That It's like, oh, who doesn't want the lottery match? Yep.
2: Best for me, that Medusa slap I loved. That was really good. The Sean Flair flip to the floor.
1: Yeah, brutal.
2: Loved that. And even just Savage's, I mean, I've already said it on here, His, his little comeback to Lawler's cracks about his dating life and whatnot, he just... Lawler's well, jokes back were pretty great Oh yeah. so Lawler sad. is the, the, I, I one re- of the best heels of all time well, it was fitting back then it's, I don't it's write just jokes something. down
0: too often unless they get me and that one definitely got me
2: Yeah, Waller back then was a whole lot funnier telling those kind of jokes than he is now telling those kind of jokes because he's telling jokes from then now and they just don't hold up
1: the, the two matches on this show do feel like pretty modern mm-hmm. um and they also are kind of better because they actually sell the stuff they do the a lot of things you see now but they actually let it breathe and they take more time to sell the moves and the moves mean a little bit more so it was nice to see uh like a quick match with lots of big moves that where they all still mean something because sometimes i'm just like we're no we're we're no selling power bombs
0: all the time. How about most disappointing? I mean, I think we've all decided that pretty much the entire King's Court yeah segment is just. But I think we say that about every King's Court segment. I'm like he usually has one or two good lines, but and then Backlund shows up. <laughs> for most most of the time, it's just like, can we just end this, please, please e- now? Yep. Yeah. It's just it's, like it's a five minute segment and it goes on four minutes too long usually. Yeah. yeah. Especially in this case where it's.
2: Two people that we don't know having conversations about stuff that we don't care about, and then he pulls her under the ring and kisses her. And just like, yeah, to.
0: embarrasses her. And, and we, the even whole, feel, we even feel uncomfortable about and that. It. And then the whole point of the segment is to get back over. And, and it does, we don't, that do not And we don't even do that. Yeah. Because of maybe technical difficulties. I don't know exactly what happened there, but it was just... Yeah. They were trying to do something with Bob's hair, and they couldn't get
2: it. So they just left it as poofy is as... it's
1: kind of disappointing that they didn't tell me where diesel got the belt from true but i understand why i he... mean i'm
0: pretty sure he won it on a raw yeah i'm sure
1: he did but it, i would ta- like to see a clip of if it you remember
0: all... diesel had it before king of the ring yeah because yeah. it was champion versus champion yeah that
1: is true so
0: he's had it for a while yeah at this point how about best performer of the night I'm just going to tell you guys right now. It's that hard to not say Shawn Michaels when Shawn Michaels is on the show. I think if this wasn't a TV match, Sean and Razor probably is on the short list.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, if this was a... Like, this match was pay-per-view quality good. Yeah. Honestly, both the matches were. The only thing that stops the Blaze Nakano one from that is because they are building to the pay-per-view match show, and this was the count-out to, like, build it up so it's like all right well if it has a finish then it is a pay-per-view quality match the count out i'm super excited for the next one
3: yeah
2: i'm gonna give it to uh old andrea because she, <laughs> she had to take a weird kiss from lawler she had to go through that weird segment with lawler and if this I hope whole thing got... was true she had to go home with old weird mike boyle so <laughs> i hope she andrea got boyle, if you're out there and that's your name this day more power to you. Yeah, Love you, sister. You're a true, a, a
1: true queen. <laughs> the I hope that she got more, a better payout at the end of the day than George Anderson or Tom Bennett for yes. what she had to, for what, what for what she had to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. How about most surprising? I mean, I was surprised to see Bull I I, w- yeah. I wasn't quite sure when we were gonna get to her
1: yeah i was as well i was very excited when i turned this on and i was like oh first match cool and then they said this name of who was in the second match and i was like all right well this is going to be an easy 45 minutes no problem <laughs> this is uh this is yeah this is the way i'd like to spend 45 minutes of wrestling
2: that after the last match I was anticipated for more Raw when normally with Raws of today, I... <laughs> Three hours long. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're the length. They're, like, longer than a fucking pay-per-view Yeah, uh, like I went to grab the remote period. and it was like, wait, it's
0: over? <laughs> they, oh, yeah. <laughs> and nothing happened. I never even thought of that. <laughs> yeah, they're longer it's than hard. a
1: traditional wrestling pay-per-view, and nobody wants to look at it. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. <laughs> it was pretty wild.
3: Making their way to the ring.
0: It's trivia time! <laughs> Woo! This week, the category is the numbers game. The
3: numbers
2: game! I'm good at this one. I think. All right. I think this is the one I'm good at. I was waiting for you to just say some random number because a lot of times you'll just spout out something as soon as he says what the category mm, is. Yes. Uh, 743.
1: Uh, oh, okay. That's cool. Mm. I like that one. So. Seventy-three, the number of the Raw we watched tonight, or is it seventy-four? That's uh, maybe that's my golden number. We'll have to find out answer the question.
0: <laughs> so the first question is prices is right rules. Ooh. And three points for the closest answer without going over. The question is how many states slash countries did we have a show in from nineteen eighty three to nineteen ninety
1: two?
0: Ooh. 80 episodes.
1: 80 episodes through all of 1992. 50 states. Yes, okay. We know we didn't go to Hawaii or Alaska. You said states, states, states and countries. slash countries. countries. Okay, gotcha. So it's not like different cities because that would be no a totally different number because a lot of these places.
0: So they could have gone to Atlanta and Albany. Yeah, I'm giving you one there. Or they could have gone to New York and to Buffalo. That's yeah, yeah, just one. And if they went to like three different places in Japan, that's.
1: Just one. I'm going to uh, make a...
2: So if they had just 27 shows in one year in New York, it just counts as one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just yeah, yeah. How,
0: how, many, many, state state how many states? Ca- act states it
2: sure. I'm going to go
1: uh, first with a low number, and I'm going to go with 17.
0: 17 is his guess. Is mm. Probably low. Probably low. But I know, or...
1: I know we go to a lot of the same places a lot of the time. We do. Let me think. I know we haven't been to Oregon or North Dakota. It's very true. So that's I'm, I'm, I'm reasoning it. I'm probably just giving him more time to think over here. Price right rules
2: though. Let's see, I'm trying to think of food options. Okay. <laughs> We've been here. I'll say higher. Uh, eighteen.
0: Oh,
1: you son of a putt.
0: <laughs> the answer is twenty six.
2: <gasps> Sorry. You're good. Last I mean, time I got you on the numbers game, just going one. So this <laughs> time I had to go
1: one higher. I mean, I I did do a wildly low number. Yeah. It was probably a little too, like... I thought it was a pretty good guess. I yeah, I think, think so? Okay, cool. I knew Especially the,
0: considering I, some of the guesses you guys have given. <laughs> yeah, I knew
1: it wasn't 40. I knew it wasn't, like, that high. Nah. So, and it's like, well, we've been... Like, we've been to Japan... We've been mm-hmm. to yeah. We went to like uh, Link, we've been to Canada, Britain. We got, some, got yeah. some
0: bonus questions. Oh yeah. You oh okay. Oh, you I forgot it's yeah. a numbers game. For two points, which location had the most shows? <sighs> <sighs> Eighty-three to ninety-two. I will go okay. with
1: fuck. I have two in my head. <sighs> I'll go Atlanta. He's
0: going with Georgia.
1: He's going with the Georgia. Oh yeah.
2: That's actually what I was gonna be saying too. Yeah, I was going to, it's My other my guess thing. was
1: dip, my was the other, the other more obvious option, I guess. I'm trying to think of where W. I like that I said it New York. Time. Didn't even bother with calling it. <laughs> actually, saying the name of the state.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm torn between Georgia and New York because I know there's been some Madison Square Garden stuff.
1: I mean, New York mine's the same place mine was. Yeah. And then Matt's gonna be like Albany, and we're gonna be like, yeah, Yeah. right. Oh, I guess Albany still count for New York.
0: So you're both going for Georgia. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. Oh, New York
1: City. Was it New York?
0: North Carolina. Ah, That was my third
1: one, but I feel like Atlanta just because I guess because '92 is the big difference because we probably see more Atlanta once WCW really is Ted's game and not JCP's game. True. So and yeah, Flair Country. Considering
0: Starcade, it all checks out. I got one more bonus question for all you. Right. Right. All right. You have to give me the exact number. Oh, no shite. To get the points. Okay. But how many times did we go to North Carolina?
1: Between 83 and 92. Mm-hmm. 83
0: and 92. 13. This is where I was going to say 17.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go for it. It's an exact one, so um, we both could have nothing here.
2: One, Much two, like the last question. Let's see. 83 to 92, that's nine years. So there's at least once in each of those years. And you said what? I said 13. You said 13.
1: If it's 17, which was my guess for the (laughs) first question, I'm going to shit and piss myself. Sometimes twice per year, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah,
2: screw it. 17. Oh my god. Those are both incorrect.
1: Okay, that makes me feel good. 14, right? It was 10 times. 10. So we both went over. I originally wanted to go lower, but I was like, we had to have gone twice. But hey, I still got three points. Woo! Yeah, you got it.
0: So our scores right now are Shane, 87. One million points. Michael, 47. Uh, half a million points. <laughs> still, got, still got a few episodes. You, you still got a chance. Mm-hmm. We're almost there. But you might want to start warming up those vocals.
2: Warm up that vocal. I, I guess I got to figure out what you're going to be singing, too. Hmm. Come mm. up with a list. Do a lethal lottery. Have you select <laughs> oh, the ball? Oh, I yeah. Like... <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: Whose boots have your bed been under, or whose bed is your boot? Have your have your boots been under? It feels pretty appropriate for a wrestling. <laughs> Rick Flair is like a ten thousand. Is that his number?
0: Yeah. We're we're still too early for Shania. Next week, <laughs> the G one climax final. Nineteen
1: ninety four. That's right.
2: The final climax is the best, or maybe not. I don't know.
1: The final
0: climax. <laughs> <laughs> so we're headed over to Tokyo, Japan. Ooh,
1: Ryogoku Sumo Hall. I've seen a lot of stuff that takes place in Ryogoku Sumo Hall, and every time I see us cover something here, it's always like ah. Oh. I just learned how to say
2: Ryogoku Sumo Hall. So.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I watch sumo wrestling. I watch New Japan, so I just I'm always. Always in Ryogoku's Ryogoku Sumo Ryugoku, Hall, Ryogoku,
0: Karakuen, yeah, Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. uh, Osaka oh, Joe Hall. Osaka
1: Joe Hall, yeah. Those are the Those mean, are the four big ones. Yeah,
0: four big ones. Japan's not a big place,
1: but, no. but they got big arenas and they got a big thirst for
0: good wrestling. Music for this week's show is Monday Night Raw, and Smoking Guns won our main event. Oh my God! So we're gonna play their music smoking Ooh. both of those tunes are by jim johnston if you like this show or any of our others please go out there and rate and review us on itunes stitcher google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts
1: smoking in the face locker room <laughs> if
0: you have any questions comments concerns please email us at wrestlinghistoryx at gmail.com hey matt what if they have some recipes or recipes. Mm, yeah, you could even
1: uh, <laughs> does Twitter do DMs? I don't do Twitter. They do. They
2: slide into the Twitter DM. I wish somebody would. I always hear about people getting slid into their DMs. It's our turn, damn it.
1: Oh. No
2: dick <laughs> no dick
0: pics. Please. Nice. Maybe not Jerry Law. <laughs> or or maybe, maybe dick pics, I don't know. Or you can find us on Twitter at wrestling That's wrestling H I S T O X. We'll talk to you next week. Later. So.